Today's share is Masechet Yivav, Mestaf Nun Beis. We will begin on Daf Nun Aleph on the Beis, the last words of the Amid. We learned in the Mishmah, Ketzer Asa Mamer, if somebody did Mimer in his Yivama, and then he gave her a get, the Allah is that she has to, oh, he also has to do Chalitza. So the Gemara assumes that the Mishnah is coming to go back to what we discussed at the beginning of the Mishnah, Regarding the Machloikis, Arugamliel, and the Chachamim, the question if Yesh get Achaget or Maimer Achaget, or Maimer Achamaimer. And our Mishnah, the Gemara is assuming, is now coming to delve in to evaluate that Machloikis. Says the Gemara, Hai get Achaget he? Is our Mishnah here coming to speak about a get Achaget? The Mishnah here is speaking about the, the Mishnah. It's teaching us the din of get achemaimer. It isn't speaking about get achaget. Says the Gemara Amr Yehuda, This is what the Mishnah meant to teach us: get achaget and maimer achemaimer. A situation of a get after a get and maimer achemaimer. There's no need to explain kramarin because the explanation is, as we have said before, that. The, as we learned in the Bryce in our previous year, when there was one Yavam, and when there were one Yavam and two Yavamas, when there were two Yavams and one Yavama, the Mishnah now is coming to teach us where you had Yavam Echad, Vivama Echad, where you had one Yavam and only one Yavama, and Ketzat Terasan, when, how do they, how do we relieve the Zika? And the Mishnah teach, and the Gemara teaches us that if you did Maimer, you'd be a Vimta. If you first did Maimer, and then you gave her a get, you still have to have Chalitza. You have to have Chalitza afterwards because Midaraisa, the Maimer and the get, as we keep on referring to in our Shurim, are not adequate. And therefore, the Mishnah is coming to teach us when after Chalitza, explains the Rambam. Where after Yibum, when you have one Yavama, there's nothing more to discuss about. But when you have a Get or a Mimer, even though there's only 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 one Yavam and one Yavama, that won't change that we have to first give the we have to do Chalitza and the Mimer and the Get the Mimer has to get a Get. We learned in the Mishnah also Bal Mimer Bal. But what is the proper way of doing it? As we do proper way of doing Yibam, we learned in the Mishnah, is also Maimur Bal. You do Maimur and you do Bia, Hareza Kumitzvasai. That's done perfectly. Lema, so says the Gemara, it seems that our Mishnah clearly is a proof. Messiah Rav Huna is a proof to what Rav Huna taught us. Dar Rav Huna How is the proper way of doing Mitzvah Yibam? Mikadesh first to do kedush, first to do kedushin a star or a bia and afterwards boil and then to do the bia, says the meshechachma. The Torah is perfect, and part of one of the ways we've been discussing often in our mesechta how the words of the Torah to be understood are The Torah is the most pleasant way, and therefore, Torah says the meshechachma. Every word of the Torah is very exact. So he says, when we speak about a man marrying a woman, the Torah says, ish ishu 
By Yavam, the Torah says, Yavama Yavala Vlachla Leisha. Both times when the Torah speaks about marrying a woman, the Torah speaks about two separate acts. One is Lakicha, which is an act of Kedushin, and one is Bia, the act of having relations. By Kedushin, the Torah mentions first you should do the act of Kedushin, then the Bia, which is the act of Nasun. By Yibum, the primary mitzvah, as we keep on learning, is the Bia. And that's why the Bia is done for, mentioned first. As we're going to learn at the beginning of the next parak, the Bia by Yivama is effective under all circumstances, the Shagig But the Torah doesn't ignore, says the Meshachachma, that by a Yivama we should also have an act of Kedushin. Exactly what Rav Huna taught us in this Gemara. Where Rav Huna in this Gemara taught us that even by a Yivama, the proper order is to do a Kedushin, a Mimer, and then to do a Mimer and afterwards do the Bia. Ema, but so we see our Mishnah that it's also valid mitzvah. Says the Gemara, Ema, the way to learn our Mishnah is Afsa Kemitzvah That means, really, as we just explained, even if you have not done the Mimer, the Allah is that it's a you, you've affected a proper Kedushin. But the really proper way of doing it teaches us the Gemara is to first do a mimer, is first to do a mimer and then a, and then do the beer. Pshita says the Gemara, why if I did the mimer would I think I've done anything wrong? Says the Gemara, since we've learned Kim we learned that Rabbi taught us on the Chav Tesam Beis. How is by doing Maimer Parchim Menu Zikas Yivamim? You have removed the Zika, and therefore the beer afterwards should not be considered the proper way of performing the mitzvah. Only thing that happens now is the Chol of Zikas Erisiv and the Suin that now she becomes your regular wife. That of course you have to do the Suin with, but it won't be considered as if you did a proper, it won't be considered as if you did a proper Yibam, Ema la mitzvah covered, and you've lost out the opportunity to do the mitzvah of Yibam properly, Kamash Milan, that if you did the Mimer and then the Bia, you did the mitzvah of Yibam. And in fact, it repeats the Gemara, Gufa Amar Afuna, mitzvah Yibamim, the proper way of doing Yibam, is Mekadosh Vachach Boil, Vimbal Vosamamar, but if you did the Bia and you did the Mimer afterwards, Kana, and it could be also effective. Says the Gemara, what is what is the purpose of why we need to say this? Because in Baal, Bacha Sumaimer, once you do Bia, she's your full fledged Yavama. So Pshita, that it's she is your wife. The Kanya Bibia. Says the Gemara, what Mara meant to say was that even though Rafun is strongly advocating to do Mimer and then Bia, that if you did Bia alone, and Baal, Belay Mimer, if you did Mimer without, if you did Bia alone, then it's also effect, effective. I saw a beautiful Pshat. Al Gemara keeps on referring to the Kedushin of Yavama as Mimer. And the Kedushin of a regular woman, we always call Kedushin. And the question is, why doesn't the Gemara use the word Kedushin 
that as it always does when it speaks about an act of kedushin. So explain. So I saw that the Sefer base Aaron says a beautiful pshat. He says that a woman, until you do an act of kedushin, is not your wife. Magdashat for you, but why a woman that is yavama. So as we often learn, Shemeris Yavam, she has she can't get married until Yivim Wachalitza are done. So that's why the Torah says that I'm going that that's why the Gemara doesn't use the same word. And then he all goes on to say, why does the Torah use the word why does the Gemara always use the word Maima? So he explains because the Pasuk says that when Chalitza is done instead of Yibum, the Torah says, She keeps on saying all these different things to him who has refused to marry her. But when the Yavam is prepared to marry her, and not only is he prepared to marry her, but as we're learning in our shir today, he's prepared to do it in the right way, which as we're explaining, the right way is to do the Yibum, is to do the Mimer and then the Yibum, the mimer is turned, instead of him, her talking during the chalitza procedure, he talks and he does an act of kedushin of mimer. But Tanya, but ask the Gemara, how can we say that one, if he does yibum without mimer, is fine? Haven't we learned that if you do so, you'll like her, you'll get Malchus? Says the Gemara, that's only Malchus Malchus the Rabbonin. It's not considered full-fledged. Malchus Mardis, it's Malchus Mardis Rabbanon. There are many discussions amongst the Rishonim already. What is, what, how is Malchus Mardis administered? We know the Torah is very clear and how if somebody does an Avera, which there's a Chi of Malchus, how is it administered? But there are many questions regarding Malchus Mardis. So Rashi says that the Gemara often says that the Dayonim have to have a makal, a stick, and Ritsua is a belt. So explains Rashi, the Ritsua is used for Malkus the Raisa. And the Malkal, the stick, is used for Malkus Mardis. It's done in a different, different way. Another question we know is that the Halacha is that when somebody, Rahman Tzlon, is, is sentenced to Malkus, the Torah says he gets 39 Malchus, if he's able to withstand them, as the Gemara Masech, the Malchus teaches us, we need to evaluate his strength, but if he's able to stand, he, if he's able to take it, he gets 39 Malchus. What's going to be the Halacha by Malchus Mardis? How many is the, how, what is the number? So the Rajba says that there's a rule offered in Shas, that Kama the Tukin Rabbonon came the Raisa Tukin, that anything the Rabbonon established, they, they fashion after the way it was established Medaraisa. And if Medaraisa, as we just said, you get 39 Malchus, by Malchus Madis you also get 39. But the Ramah says that you actually, since it's only the Rabbanon, we never give 39. The Trumas Adeshen says that we give 13. The Rambam seems to hold that every situation is unique. And we have to make a determination by every situation how many, Bezna makes a determination by every 
situation, how many Malchus is he deserving? There are other Rishonim, Tysus points out that for Malchus Mardis, you don't have to have Malchus. We know that in order for a person to get a punishment in Besdin, if it wasn't an Averi Bishagig, but for Averi Bishagig, there are no punishments, there are Kabonis, but when somebody does an Averi Bemezid, he has to get Malchus. The question that Tysus discusses is, is there a Chiev of Hasra before you get Malchus Mardis? And there are Rishonim that point out, that differentiate, there are different situations when somebody could be obligated to get Malchus Mardis. Sometimes the Rabbanan Institute rules that are here to safeguard the halachas and the Torah. One of the best examples that the Rishonim give is a concept that we've discussed extensively in Amasechta, and that is Shnius Larayis. Another situation is where Rabbanan made rules to establish that they felt that their rules are in place. So they want to differentiate if something is here as a safeguard to a din in the Torah, so it has to be fashioned like the din in the Torah. And therefore, in that case, Hasra will be required. If it's an independent new rule that Chazal established, then the Allah is that Hasra is not required. The Chinuch seems to differentiate based on how person acted when he did the Aveira. If the person did the Aveira, but we don't see a, 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 a specific laxity, a specific chutzpah, then Hasra is required. But if we see that the person has this very disrespectful attitude, so then the Allah is that not only does the Sma and the Chinuch say that no Hasra is required, but they say that yeah, the the Malchus is administered until You keep on giving him Malchus until he until he accepts that he's going not do the Aveira anymore. And if he not, and only then do we stop giving him Malchus. There are also Rishonim that the want to differentiate between Malchus Mardis that's given because of what somebody violated already versus a Malchus Mardis which is given because somebody is going to do something, to prevent him from doing something wrong. What is the word mardus? Mardus, so Rashi seems to explain, it's like a teichacha. It's like giving the person musr and telling him, you need to be better, you need to do better. That's the pshat in Malchus Mardus. I saw, however, that the Oroch explains that mardus is from the word merida. Because this person rebelled against what it says in the Torah. Merida, he rebelled against Hashem. That's why he is deserving of this Malchus. Says, says the Gemara, the Rav Mangid, Rav would give Malchus Mardis for one, the Makadish Babiya, that somebody who did Kedushin who married his wife to Bia. Even though the first Mishnah Masechta Kedushin teaches us that Bia is a legitimate form of doing Kedushin, but Rashi explains it represents a preachess. Somebody who does Kedushin that way is showing a lack of proper Tzniyas. And that's why the Rashi and the Rambam say he deserves Marcus Mardis. 
another Taisa says that the reason a person gets Marcus Madras for living with his wife that way, Taisa has a different approach. Because this is the first, and Taisa's point is a very, very vital point. Taisa says this represents how this couple is establishing, initiating their life. And to initiate your life in such a manner is very inappropriate. And therefore, the, he, somebody who initiated his married life that way gets Marcus Magus. There's interesting machloikis achroinim. If somebody's Makasrabiya, who gets the Malchus? Some explain that only he, the husband, and some say that both, both get Malchus. And Tysus quotes Abraham Tam that by Yavoma, even though we're learning so often in Amasekta, that Midaraisa, the way a Yavoma becomes the Yavam's wife, is with Bia, still says Tysus that if somebody just did Bia without Mimer first, he will also get Malchus Mardus. So man Makash Bia, man Makash Bishuka, somebody, even his Makadish with Kesav Ishtar, but if it's a place that's not meant to make a wedding, explains the Ezmakadish. It's a public area where business is normally conducted, and you defiled the sanctity of a marriage by making the chasna there. It's in a it's inappropriate. And somebody who's Makadish a woman without speaking about it first. So what is the word of Shaduchim? So the Ran says Shaduchim means quiet. And somebody, if somebody first gets engaged, as the halacha requires, and then he gets married, so that brings a certain sense of calm. But if you just do it without that proper preparation, then the halacha is that you deserve malchus. Another pshat that the prima godim suggests, what is the definition of shiduchi? He says shiduchi means a connection. The way a chassan and a kala, first a chassan and a kala have to become connected through shaduchim, and after the chassan and a kala are connected through shaduchim, then they should get married. Rab would also give Malchus to Mandamavatul Gitoi. If somebody sent a get to his wife through a shliach, and before the get arrived to the woman, and we know a woman is not divorced until she actually receives the get. And somebody was mavatal the shliach. So Rav would give Martis because the woman may not necessarily know that, the, that, that that's what happened and she'll think that the get is a good get and she'll go get married based on that get and then, and then afterwards that she's really still an Eshesish and the child will be mamzerim. So being mavatal the get after you sent it only could cause very serious issues, and not be done. Uman the gita, that somebody before he wrote the get, mentioned in front of Adam, that he's not really satisfied with this get. Here too, Rabbi would give Marcus Mardus. Because the woman who receives the get, sees that she, thinks that she received a perfect good get. Not realizing that this get has been nullified, and cannot be relied on, and she can't get married based on this get. Man the pucker, he would also give Malchus to somebody who acted without proper respect, Rashi says, 
the definition of shluch rabbon and shluch bezdin. And as the Miri explains, that means if the bezdin sent somebody to summon someone to a dentira and he acted disrespectfully, you get malchus. The Tysus Riazake says it doesn't necessarily only mean a shliach who's coming to summon you to a dentira, but anybody who doesn't show the proper respect to Talmide Chachamim is deserving of Makis Mardis. The next is Madis Shoy Shamta Rabbon Alei Tlas and Yamim, somebody who remained in a cherim for 30 days, again, showing that he doesn't have the respect, it doesn't bother him. And he didn't, because he stayed with this cherim, the lost Saladina, the Tavil Shamte, and he didn't ask for the cherim to be removed. Only on a, on a son-in-law who lives with his in-laws. Because also, there's a concern about a relationship between the son-in-law and the mother-in-law. Ask the Gemara. From here it seems, the door in, only if the son-in-law live with the mother, with the in-laws, it's a problem. The Chalaf, but he just passes by. Loy, it isn't an issue. But ask the Gemara, who the Chalaf above the Bechamui, there was this individual who passed by his in-law's home, but Nagde Rosheshus, and Rosheshus gave him Malchus just for that. Answers the Gemara, who made them have a dying Mechamte. There were rumors that he was accused of acting inappropriately with his mother, and mother-in-law, and therefore the he was there was much uh, there was a greater concern, and that's why Max Madis were ministered just for passing by. So Rashi explains that since a mother-in-law loves her son-in-law, there's a need for concern. The Meiri says that it's only the first son-in-law, but the Rashbam says that it's only it's all son-in-laws. The first one. We have to be more careful. Uh, but on the other hand, the Tysus Riyazakin holds that it's only if they're at only Arison. But if they had Nasun already, there is no such consideration. And that's why Tysus already asked the question that we know that quite often uh, we have son in laws who live with their in laws. And what do they do with this Gemara? So, according to, we already said a number of answers. One answer is. That if it's if it's once there's nesuin, there's no problem. Another answer is that it's only the first son-in-law. But then others say that it's if they have the rivet says if this couple have their own bedroom, there is no problem. The Miri says it really depends on the level of tznius of the couple, and if we find that this couple has the proper level of tznius, if the, we find that the couple has the proper level of tznius, that is good enough, then we don't have to be machmer. Another heter is that if they're doing it when, in order to save money, if they're doing it because, like this, if they leave by the in-laws, they won't have to pay rent. So again, that is a, that's an indication that it's not being done for it's not being done because there's anything going on that we have to be concerned with, and therefore we could be lenient. Now, Dai Amri, Dai has a different version. He says, all these different cases that we just learned, Rav did not give Malchus Mardis, 
The only time he gave Makas Madis was someone who made Kedushin with Bia or without Shaduchim. Vikadamri, I feel Nami, even if there were Shaduchim, if he wasn't Makadashur before Kesabishtar and he just did Bia, he says Rav would give Malkus because it represents Prisusai. Tanabonim. So the Gemara, as we've been speaking about Mimer over and over, the Gemara delves into Mimer. So the Gemara, Tanar Rabbanu Ketzer Mimer, how is Mimer performed? Nosla Kesev, Shava Kesev. He gives her Shava Kesev, Kesev, or Shava Kesev. Bishtar Ketzad. Says the Gemara, how is Shtar Kesev? Says the Gemara, Bishtar Ketzad. Tidamara, Kosla Nile Kharitz, that the Mishnah in Mesech the Gedusha teaches us that the way Kedusha Shtar performed is that you write on a document, So the question is, what is the Gemara trying to understand when it says, Bishtar Ketzav? Amar Bayo says the Gemara, the question is, We know that whenever a woman gets married, you have to give her a Ksuba, that if the husband dies or divorces her, she gets out of ksuba. She gets a ksuba, a certain amount that the Torah identifies. The question that the Gemara wants to know here is the Yavama, the Yavam who did Yibam in his Yavama. How is the ksuba structured? Says the Gemara. Kaisavla, he writes a ksuba. I'm not Pliny, but Pliny. I, the following individual. Kabilis, yes, Pliny's Yavamti Alai. Lazan or Farnasakurai have accepted upon myself to support my Yavama Ovad, but the amount that he's obligated for his Ksuba is take Subasa and Nikse Balarishan is comes from the first husband's estate, not from his own estate. Why? Because normally when is a husband supposed to offer and pay for the ksuba when he decides to marry a woman. So when a man decides to marry a woman, Chazal required that he obligate himself with a ksuba. But here by Yavama, a concept that we've discussed previously, it's a situation of Isha Hikdulai Minashamayim. He hasn't chosen this wife. Minashamayim, they chose this wife. And therefore, he doesn't have to obligate himself in a ksuba. However, says the Gemara, the less if the first husband that passed away without children did not have an estate that had the ability to obligate itself in Aksuba, then Takino Rabbanu Misheni. Then Chazal said that this Yovam will have to obligate himself in Aksuba. And the reason is, as we're going to learn in the the reason Chazal instituted Aksuba is that Chazal were concerned that it shouldn't be. Is it should be a deterrent to prevent a man from quickly divorcing his wife. So if he'll know that if he has to, if he divorces his wife, he's going to have to pay out a ksuba, that will deter him from being so quick. That will deter him from being so quick to divorce her. So if this Yavam, who as we learned so often in Amasechta, is the Yairish, inherits all of the Yavam's assets. So if the ksuba is written from those assets, it's really it's as if it's written from his assets because he is the inheritor of all of those assets. But if there are no assets to inherit and there won't be any ksuba that he has to obligate himself to pay, there won't be any deterrent 
from him after he does Yibam. And as we learned, and we'll continue learning, once Yibam is done, she's considered his full-fledged wife. And because we're concerned that this should, this, this deterrent of Aksuba should remain, Chazal instituted that if there's no assets from the brother who died, then the, it's done from the brother who did the Yibam. We learned many times, particularly in this Masechta, that Midaraisa get is not an option by Yivama. However, Chazal instituted that if somebody gave a get to his Yivama, there's no longer an option to do Bia, and she no longer get, could have Yibam not from the brother who gave her a get, or from the brother or any of the brothers. And if they do Yibam afterwards, they're over the lava of La Yivna. Of course, as we learned, since the get that's given is not really effective midaraisa, chalitza will still be required. The reason Chazal made this rule, because if people will think that a get is not effective, they'll think that just like the get is not effective, the chalitza is not completely effective. And what they're going to end up doing is bia after the chalitza. But that isn't true. For as we've also mentioned many times, once chalitza is done with the Yavama, she reverts back to being an Eishas Ach. So now, the question is, what get will have this power that we just explained, that the get does by Yavama? When is that rule said? By what get is that said? Says the Gemara, the Gemara, if he gave a get to his Yivama, Vaman he said to her, Normally, if somebody writes such a get to his wife, it's a meaningless get. Since we're saying that Aloha is that the entire concept of get by Yivama is Midrabonon, so it says, only a get, the Mahani, a get which is normally an effective get, by Nasus Ish, that where is, it also has power by Yavama. However, this get that we just described, the Le Mahani Ish, which would not be effective at all by Nasus Ish, so it will be Le Mahani Yavama by, if such a get was given to Yavama, it would be considered meaningless. Idilma, a get is a get. People are going to think that a get, that this is a regular get, and if they're going to see we're discounting it, or they're going to discount even a good get that's given to Yavama. But we just learned that a good get that's given to Yavama is actually something that we need to be concerned about. Amalei, so Rava responded, even though this get is not a good get, the Allah is... We have to be concerned that people are going to confuse it with a good get, and therefore even this get, which is really not a good get, has to be treated like a good get. That if the get is not a good get, people are going to confuse it with a good get. Why would be the if Alma? If he gave her a piece of paper, doesn't say anything on it. Will you also say, well, people will think that he gave her a get, and they'll make and they'll make the wrong conclusion? Amalei, you can't compare 
a blank piece of paper to a, to a get that says you're getting divorced with, but you can't marry anywhere else, anybody else. Why? Hasam, if you give, a, if a husband gives a woman a blank piece of paper, like Pas Makuna, it's totally meaningless. Hacho, Pas Makuna. But if you give a get like this, that says, this is your get, but you can't get married to anyone else, which we have just qualified to get, it still has some power. The Tanya, the Pasuk says, V'isha grusha mi'isha lo'yukachop, and the Pasuk, the word mi'isha, is a word mi'isha, is a superfluous word. What does mi'isha mean? A woman who got divorced from her husband. Who else do you get divorced from, if not from your husband? The Pasuk is keeping to teach us, I feel on gash elamisha, even if the only person you divorced is your husband, as we've been describing, you can't you, you divorce only your husband because everybody else you can't marry. The get is not good. may not marry this woman. And this explains the Gemara is, is what's called in Masechta Gitten, Reichaget. This is considered a situation of Reichaget, that when a woman gets a get, which is called a Reichaget, the Allah is Paisa And therefore, a blank piece of paper is totally meaningless, both by a regular wife and by a Voma. This is not considered, to- this is not po- totally meaningless. There is a Machloikis Rishonim, when we say that a reich haget is considered meaningless, is, is considered something to be reckoned with, and that woman will never be able to marry a kayin because she's considered a grusha, is that a din daraisa, or as the Ramam says, this is only a din midrabonim. Says the Gemara, Am Ramam Chama, Hare Amma, Chazal have taught us, Am Echel Lavver, if somebody said to the Saifik, serve get the Give a get, write a get to my Russo. I did Kedusha Kesav Ashtar, but I write a get, but I don't want the get to be effective now. I want it to be effective. After I have Kedusha with her, Agashana. At that point, I want to do Gereshin. The Allah is Hareza Get. That is considered a valid get. Because it's since even an arusa, as we often say, is considered an ishish, and can be the party to a get. So even though he doesn't mean to give her the get now, he only wants to give her the get for afterwards, since she is a candidate for a get, the get will be valid. But if somebody says, I'm right this get for a woman, that should the get should be effective after I marry her, that is ain't get. It's not considered a valid get. Because since she's not his wife at all, since she's not his wife at all, then it's considered a dovish labelailam. By Rabbi Bechama. Now Rabbi Bechama asks, what's going to be the aloha by Yovim? If somebody writes a get, but before he did any yet, before he did any yibum, mahu, how does the aloha view that situation? Kivan da gidabay. Since she's already a Shemeris Yavam, there's already a Zika connecting the Yavam and the Yavama. So she considered like a Rusasa Damya. And we just explained that if somebody would write that type, if somebody would give that kind of a direction to a cipher to write to his Arusa, we just explained it's valid. Adilma, Kim Dalayava Bamamar, all we have here is just 
the Zika, nothing has been done past that, she's not compared to Narusa. Loy. So they're not the same, and the Gemara remains with a teku. Boy Rav Chananya. Another question Rav Chananya asks. A Yavam did Maimer, and then he wrote a get. And he wrote the get saying, that all he wants this get to break is the Zika that exists between him and her, between him and her, but not the. He wants to break the Maimer that exists, that he created, but not the Zika. The question is, how will the Halacha look at that? How would the halacha situation look at that? Since all the get is doing is breaking the mimer, the halacha will be that the zika is still untouched and she could have yibum. According to some rishonim, even with this yavam, according to other rishonim, at least with the other brothers, or not. What do we say? Do we say mal ilu zika karami? My Mimer upgrades the Zika, the Havilei, and therefore writing a get to a white to a Yuvama who had Mimer is Kmagarish Khatsi Isha. And he did a get. And the Allah is on half a wife, because she's still not his wife, and the Allah is a Magarish Khatsi Isha Loyasul Klum, a Dhamahail Khudekoi, and the act is a meaningless act that happened here. A Dhamma, the way to look at it. There's a mimer and there's a zika. And if he deliberately said that he's breaking the mimer, so he's breaking the mimer, but it has nothing to do with the zika. And the zika is still very much intact. Tivshaloi asked the Gemara, why can't we answer this question from, the, from what Rava? From what way Rava explained the mission that we learned previously on that flamen Allah from the base. The Mishnah spoke about three brothers who are married to three women who aren't related to each other. And one of the brothers passed away, and one of the brothers did mimer in that widow, and then he passed away. So now the Allah is that this woman, so now this brother who had done mimer passed away, and he leaves over a full-fledged wife, his widow, and he leaves over the woman with whom he did mimer. Dama Rava, that if before he passed away, he did he gave the woman with whom he had done mimer a get, the Allah is Hotrutsurasa. The the woman is considered the wife, his full-fledged wife, could have Yibum. Why? Because we see that a get could separate from the mimer and still keep everything intact with the other wife. So we see there is a concept of Get for a mimer, says the Gemara. You're right. Lerava pshitale. According to Rava, it's obvious that you could give a get just for mimer. If a mimer was done, you could give a get to break that mimer, and it won't affect if you say so expressly, and it won't affect the zika at all. And the Gemara wants to know my what is the locha? And the Gemara says according to Chananya, it's a teiku. But the Ritva points out. Since we have throughout Shas that Rava is a Basra, so Rava is, says the Ritva, clear with what the Allah is, as we just said. And moreover, Rava is a Basra, so that will be the Allah. We learned in the Mishnah, Cholatzvah Maimer, Nosen Get Ubal, or if he did Bia, and then he did Maimer, 
and then he gave a get and did chalitza. The halacha is enach chalitza klum. On Rav Yudam Rav, zu everything we've learned now represents the opinion of Rav Kiva. Dama ain't tayfshin, ain't kedushin tayfshin. As we learned previously in our parak, Rav Kiva's opinion is the ain't kedushin tayfshin b'chayv eleven, and therefore. If there's an isalaf to marry this woman, kedushin is not effective. And therefore, if somebody did chalitza, so at that point there's a lav, a shelayivnas base achiv, kivin shelaybana shuvla yivna, so we don't have to be concerned about any kedushin according to Rebekiva that's done afterwards. Avil says the Gemara Chamaimrim, yeshach chalitza klum, because they hold kedushin to be typhus in a woman. That there's an isalaf to. Ask the Gemara, how can we explain that our Mishnah follows the opinion of Akiva? Let's learn the beginning of our Mishnah. It said in the beginning of our Mishnah, Nasan get. If somebody gave a get to his Yavama, and then he did get the Chalitza. You have to give a get to break the Maimer, and you have to do Chalitza. But if we're following the opinion of Rabbi Kiva, ask the Gemara, Kivan the Yavla get, once a get was given, why do we have to pay attention to the Maimer? Hatanya, haven't we learned that Rabbi Kiva, I'm a nine lines to get Levinta, that once you give a get to your Yavama, you can never marry her, Shinemar, the Pasuk says, that the Torah doesn't have to say Bala Rishon. Kiva says that the Torah is coming to teach us that once you give her a get, you can't marry her. After you gave her a get, even though she's a Yavama, you can never marry her. So why does, and the Torah is saying it's a lav. And according to Kiva, if there's a lav, the Kedushan is not typhus. So why are we paying attention to that Maimer? Answers the Gemara, or everything that we just learned, Amar of Ashi, is only get, the get Yavamim. The get that's given to such a woman is only midrabonim, as we keep on repeating. Because midaraisa, the only things that really count are a chalitza or a bia. And since midaraisa, it's nothing, it's only midrabonim, that's why even Rabbi Kiva would agree that the maimer done after such a get has validity. The posik, a smachta ba'am is only a smachta. And says the Gemara, so what we learned in a brisa. I'm Rabbi Enadvar Mamurim El Kiva. What we learned in a brisa that after chalitza nothing counts is only according to the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. That once a woman had chalitza and there's an isalaf, it's a full fledged erva according to Rabbi Kiva and kedushin not be typhus. That even if chalitza is done, it is something that we need to consider. And I say that it makes a difference. When is the halacha that the kedushin is valid in the Yavama after chalitza was performed with her? Where he wanted to marry her. So, indeed, of course, he shouldn't marry her. It's the Isalaf. But the opinion of the Chacham is that Kedushin are typhus by Kedushin Lav. And that's why we have to reckon with that Maimer. But, even, but he says, even Rebbe will agree. Avol, Kitschel Hashem, Yavmas, if he was Mekadashar, Lashem, Yibum, 
Nobody can do Yibam after Chalitza. Yibam cannot be done after Chalitza because the Chalitza completely severs the relationship. And Yibam is not an option at that point. And therefore, if Yibam were done at that point, the Halacha would be, even the Rabbanim would agree, that's a meaningless statement, it's a meaningless act.